love Jesus, say I do. And she would give me a dollar uh, on Sundays, and she would be like, you know, 
Get a McDonald's. And she would say, give me that a McDonald's and the menu, you know, go to McDonald's. And, and I just got, I began to get all these accolades for sitting on the front row as an eight-year-old. And, 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 and I, if I look back at that season, just, you know, sitting on the front row, there was a religious environment. There was a church environment. And in the church environment kind of rewarded me for doing good things. And as an eight-year-old, I could sit there and kind of have people kind of pat me on the back and everybody think that I was just awesome because I did a couple religious things well. One of the things that I've noticed is that as you and I continue in our pursuit of God, it's very easy to start to do some of the things that people want you to do and start to do those things well and mistakenly believe that you're in a pursuit of God and really you're just kind of living in the religious trappings. You're just doing a few things well. I don't know if you've ever been there. I don't know if maybe your parents, you know, pat you on the back or congratulate you or they're glad that you're going to, going to retreat or you're sitting on the, in the front row or maybe you know how to sing the songs or maybe you know, raise your hand or smile big or you're doing a few things right. But the big question is not what we do on the outside. It's not the, the religious things that we're doing. The, the true thing that when we look at the heart of Jesus, when Jesus is walking the planet, he looks right in the heart of people, and he wants what's real on the inside. What's going on? What's going on in here? What's going on in your heart? What's going on with just you and God? Tonight, I want to come and I want us to talk a little bit tonight about what's going on when it's just you and Jesus. Not, not, not parents rewarding you for having an open Bible, or not, not doing a few Christian things, not outward appearance. It's really easy to start to do some Christian outward appearances and mistakenly believe that you're on track, that you're doing great with God. And really, you're just living in a religious environment that kind of gives applause to people that kind of do good things. The reason why we come this weekend is to encounter God, not to just have a religious service. The reason why we come here is to really... Open up our hearts, our lives, just come stretch out and say, God, I want you, and I'm going to pursue you, and I'm going to seek after you, and have an authentic encounter with the living God. This idea of crash, this idea of violent, and this, this huge collision is we want what's real, we want it to collide. And we know that we know that we know that we live in a culture that does not like authentic, passionate Christianity. And so it's so easy for us to start to just put on a religious facade and live in both worlds. And when we're around John Mack and Aaron, we're doing this thing. Woo! And then when we're with our friends, we're doing that thing. But what we know deep in our gut is that you can't live with one foot in the radical for Jesus, one foot in the world, and have everything work. Somewhere something's got to give. So this weekend is all about you and I being honest and being real and talking about not just getting accolades and everybody, you know, good job, glad you went to retreat. Uh, just more than that, more than you that, that you go to Wednesday night service. If you put your name in, what your name is and God, what's real? When it's just you and God, Elevate's not around, Under One's not around, Brian's not around. When it's just you and God, what's real? What's authentic? What's really taking place? Not just the church thing, not just the kind of the religious hoopla, but you and the creator of the universe. When Jesus is walking the planet, he's looking for what's real. He's constantly engaging with people. And he doesn't even like just kind of people doing that 
keeping the outer thing nice if the heart is corrupt. You see, when you stand before Jesus one day, all that, all that matters is what's real on the inside. So Luke 11, I just want to start here. Luke 11, verse 29. It says, as the crowds increased, Jesus said, this is a wicked generation. It asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so also the Son of Man, so also the Son of Man uh, will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom, and now something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. Now something greater than Jonah is here. So here's what Jesus said. He said, guys, I'm right here in front of you. I, I mean, Jesus is walking on the planet. He's got people around him, and they, he's going, I, you, you're not moved by the fact that the God of the universe is standing right in front of you. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't capture you. It doesn't mesmerize you. And he knows that they're captivated. They're going by so many other things other than him. So the sign of Jonah was repentance. Can you say repentance? Jonah was famous. Anybody know what Jonah was famous for? Yeah, right here. I'd give this guy a big hand right there. I'm going to go to Nineveh. That's right. right, so Jonah, he got swallowed by something. Do you remember? You're missing it. 
as you and I come, as we come this weekend, we are, we are, it's going to be so easy for us to miss Jesus and the whole idea that we want to get. So we want to come, push out all the other things. I mean, imagine being in the, in, imagine having Jesus right in front of you. Jesus is looking at that generation going, guys, right here. I believe that this weekend, he's, he's looking at us going, guys, I'm right here. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't be captured by so many other things. Don't allow your cynicism, your fear, arrogance. Thanks. 
more excited about the moment than that. We're excited about being here. But the being here, this is this is, this is all about Jesus. And Jesus looked at the very generation that was right in front of me and said, Gosh, guys, 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 you're missing it. I created Jonah! I, I created Solomon! I know he's smart, but I'm smarter! I know Jonah's an awesome evangelist! I'm a better one! I mean, Jonah was rich. He became poor. The week there was poverty. might become rich. He's the God of the ages. He's the creator of the universe. He comes. It's like this, he uses the 
flames of a cup. Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and the dish. The inside is speaking of the heart. The inside is full of greed and wickedness. And this is a message for you and for me. It's so easy for you and for me to be good church kids. For us to get the outside just right. Like a little eight-year-old on the front row. You know, and people go, good job, good job, good job, good job. You got everybody giving you praise. Came to the tree, got the t-shirt, doing some good things. You go to church. Yeah, 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 just got everything right. But on the inside, on the inside, there's no reality of Jesus. On the inside, if you're missing it on the inside, then you're missing it on the inside. The very thing that Jesus wants is your heart. He wants you, wants relationship. And the interesting thing is that people will often applaud you. If you get start to do a lot of the out, outward appearance as well, but only God is your heart. Only God, and He's the only one that applauds the inside because He's the only one that knows it. You and Him. That's it. So this weekend, don't get here. Get everything right. You know, you know, you're on the front row and you're excited if you came and miss Jesus. How do we get right with Jesus? How do we, how do we, how do we get our heart where he doesn't say, you know, it's messed up on the inside? We come before him. We say, God, I don't hear anything. Take it off. Take my life. We come before him. We get rid of all the extra junk that doesn't look like him. In the Christian world, we use a big word called repent. You say, I was, I was doing my thing, but I don't want to do my thing. I want to turn around and I want to go and do your thing. Follow you, Jesus. I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to give you all. I'm going to get off the throne. I want to not be the king. I want to not. I want you to be the king. I want you to be my all in all. I want to give you my whole life. So many in this room tonight. You know what it is to have everybody proud of you because you're doing a lot of right things. Jesus is already the Lord of your life. You're doing some good things. Keep some people happy. Do a lot of good things. But surrendering your whole life to Jesus. Saying, God, you have everything. I have a way of all things. It's far. Right now in the season, it's really easy for us to build 
things up for Jesus. Fills your life. In a culture right now, high school culture, relativism. Everything. Everything. Whatever works for you is fine. You know, if that's what you think. We live in a culture where the people go, well, whatever works for you, and it's all about you. It's, everything's relative. There's no such thing as propositional truth. There's no such thing as truth. Live in a culture like that. That's going to crash. That's going to end. One day, hedonism, we live in a culture where people pursue pleasure. It's all about having as much fun as possible, living the good life. That's the way a lot of our friends operate. It's going to come down with a crash. Another big word, narcissism. It's all about me. We're about the selfishness. That's, that's, that's going to come down with a big crash. It's going to all end. What's going to last forever? It's those who built on Jesus. The only rock. Your life on Jesus. Tonight, Tonight, I want us to take a few minutes, come before Jesus, and look at anything, anything that we're building on the summit, and get rid of it. Tonight, when we come before Him, we want to get on our face before God and go, Jesus, I repent of anything that doesn't look like you. I don't want to live with the facade, with the, the, the appearance of all the Christian good stuff, but nothing alive on the inside. I want to take a few minutes tonight, and I want to repent of anything that doesn't look like Jesus. I believe there's some of you that tonight, tonight you want to say, okay, I've, I've been, I've been someone that actually is on the outside looks like I'm doing, you know, the Christian thing, but Jesus hasn't been Lord of my life. I haven't surrendered everything. I believe that there's probably some of us in this room that have said, hey, I've, I've, I've committed, I've said it before, but I've, I've said that I want to follow Jesus, but I've been so distant. Tonight I want to get my heart right with y'all. So maybe this is your first time to say I want to follow Jesus. Maybe you said it before, but you've been far off. Maybe you're, you've said I'm a Christ follower, but you've got lots of things inside that don't look like Jesus. Tonight, we want to get rid of all of, all of, all of that, all of the religious stuff that just come before Jesus and say, we're yours, God. We repent of anything that doesn't look like you. So I'd like us to do tonight is if you're one of those people, you're, whether this is your first time or you're, or, or, or you're renewing it, you say, I am a disciple of Jesus. I don't want to miss what Jesus has for me. If that's you tonight, I just want to invite you right now. Get on your knees with me. It's just
midst of our apathy, in the midst of our confusion, in the midst of our pain. We come before you. We don't want to fix our eyes on ourselves. We want to fix our eyes on you, God. So we come before you as one tonight, asking for your presence, asking for your forgiveness, repenting of our sin, wanting to get clean before you, wanting to be your people, the people of God. God, we just say you tonight, have your way. Have your way in young men tonight that are wrestling with hatred. Have your way in young women who are filled with insecurity. Have your way. Jesus, have your way.
No 
power to Jesus. We just sang the song. No demon, demons run and flee at the mention of his majesty. So King of Majesty, set your people free tonight. God, set your people free. Break the chains that keep us addicted to hatred, immorality, soul ties, fear. Yes, Lord, for 
Touch 13-year-olds. Touch 17-year-olds. 